0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the nether world, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and And cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, Between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Haste to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God once granted a man a vision of hell. Then God granted him a vision of heaven. Hell was revealed to him as a huge banquet. The middle of the tables filled with delicious food, delicious drink. And yet the tables were so wide, it was hard for people sitting at the table to reach the food in the middle. But each person had a very very long fork. But when they picked up the food, the fork was so long they could not guide it back into their mouths. They were staring at a feast. They had long forks, yet they were they were starving. The vision of heaven was precisely the same. Wide tables filled with more food than anyone could imagine. People seated there held the same long forks. But they were all enjoying it. They used their long forks to pick up the food. Then they reached across the table to feed one another. Hell exists. This horrible place is mentioned in the Bible. If there is a heaven, then there must be a hell. Yet many people don't believe it. And even though in this age of violence we're learning, even in our city, we are becoming believers. When a young person was killed here last week, a witness said the scene was one only the devil could have orchestrated. Those people who claim not to believe in hell generally just don't want to hear about it. You know, Harry Truman once said, I never did give anybody hell. I just told them the truth, and they thought it was hell. Hell is real. But it is essential to remember God does not send anyone there. God wills that every person be happy with him in the other place in the world to come. But God forces no one. Each person has a free will. Anyone consigned to eternal punishment chose it. People send themselves there. Years ago, the BBC was preparing two programs, one on heaven, the other on hell. They asked the priest, who acted as a theological consultant how a person could actually be certain that either one existed. He answered in a single word die. Although eternal damnation is an unpleasant thought it is real. Catholic theology teaches that hell does exist. Rich people are not doomed. Nobody said wealthy people couldn't go to heaven. Possessions themselves do not get rich people into trouble. In the stories our Lord tells, it is not material goods that are the problem. It is our attitude toward material possessions. Most of all, the refusal to share with less fortunate is what makes for trouble. Now, the rich man in today's gospel did not receive eternal punishment because of what he did. It was because he did nothing. He was completely oblivious to a starving beggar at his door every day. Nowhere does Scripture condemn possessions or put down private ownership. Our Lord wants to teach us three things— First, everything we have comes from God. All things we acquire are God's gifts. Second, when good fortune comes our way, we must share with others, in particular the less fortunate. Third, it is our manner, our way of owning things that can turn us into self-centered misers. We not only live in the Me Too generation, we live in the only me generation. You know, we used to take pictures of other people or other places. Now, the majority of pictures are selfies, me. Our self-absorption is what gets us into trouble. Hanging on to our own interests, refusing to share, that's the problem the decision is ours. Our Lord's teaching on how to live is something we can take or leave. God does not force us to do anything. God feels we can find all the information we need in the scripture. He has given us the church to speak for him. In today's gospel, God refuses to allow the rich man to text his five brothers, telling them to shape up. No, they have the prophets, the Bible, the church. No amount of force or magic tricks or scare tactics can coerce people into believing. Some want God to manifest himself with overwhelming evidence that would make doubt impossible. People who lived in the days of Christ himself saw countless miracles saw him raise the dead to life. But not all of them believed. To be honest, most of them were not convinced. They were not humble enough to submit to the reality right under their nose. Some people today lack humility, lack the humility to accept the human, the ordinary ways, like the church or or simple daily events that God uses to transmit faith they cannot see that coincidence is just god's way of working miracles anonymously the saving message of jesus christ is a gift from god like any other gift it can be accepted ignored or rejected the vision of heaven and hell was basically the same scene hell was people's refusal to look after one another. People in heaven enjoyed it only because they took care of each other. Heaven or hell depends on how we handle ourselves. It's not how much we have, but rather how we use it, how willing we are to share. This is the consistent message of Christ. We are free to take it or leave it. We cannot expect some thunderbolt, some miracle, some indisputable evidence to convince us. Somebody did rise from the dead, and yet many are still not even yet persuaded.